It's a new year, and that means it's time to plan for 2024. We've got a great solution that's going to make that so much simpler. Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of fours base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. Welcome to a new year. Before we dive into this great episode, I wanted to share a few things that I've been working on in the background. The big news is that I'm going to be a speaker at both the Seattle RV Show and the Puyallup RV Show. So if you want to meet up or check out one of my two presentations that I will be doing on President's Day weekend, which is February 17th and 18th, plan accordingly. Come down to the show, introduce yourself, say hello, and I may just have some stickers. I hope to see you at the show. As this new year kicks off, planning an epic road trip around the American West just might be on your calendar this year. Today, we chat with Brooke Johnson of Tumbleweed Travel Company, and they help you plan RV trips in the American West, from the Olympic National Park to Yellowstone and the Grand Tetons and everything in between. They can help you shore up those details to ensure you have a wonderful bucket list trip with your family and friends. They will even help you secure an RV if that is something you need to do. I am very excited that Brooke is joining us on the show today. Brooke, thank you so much for talking with us here on RV Out West. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So first off, uh, why don't you tell me a bit about yourself? For sure. Um, I am a California native. I grew up in Northern California in the Bay Area. And yeah, I grew up at the foothills of Mount Tam. So exploring out that way um, and going up to the Sierras a lot when I was younger. I went out to Ohio, oddly enough, for college. And then when I came back um, to the West, I got into kind of adventure travel. So I started off as a whitewater rafting guide and I did that for a long time, about 10 years. And then in the winters and the fall and spring, I was an outdoor education guide. And then I worked directing youth trips kind of internationally and camping and road trips. And then finally, I made my way out to Colorado and started um, to work in the RV travel industry. My first RV I ever had was right out of college. It was a field and stream trailer that I bought, I think, for $1,200 <laughs> um, down in L.A., and I fixed it up and had that for a couple of years. Um, and then after that, I got a Sun Raider, a 1988 Shorty Sun Raider. And I had that for about um, about seven years. So I just sold her. Her name is Skinny Marie. I just sold her a couple months ago. So I've been personally um, RVing and road tripping for a long time. Okay. Are you um, thinking about getting a new RV or something different or a van or something along yeah, those lines? Yeah, you know, I am always looking on websites and I know all the models and everything. Um, I think the Sun Raider was great for one or two people who are maybe six feet tall or shorter. <laughs> so it was good for me, but it was an older vehicle. So I think I would like to get something newer at some point. Um, and I do love the class B um, kind of van conversions, but I, I'm going to wait a little bit. Why don't you share with us one or two of your most memorable RV trips? Ooh, um, before COVID, I took 
basically like a seven month RV trip where I circumnavigated kind of the US. So I started out in, I was living at Telluride in the time. So I drove off in the snow and headed down through the Southwest all the way down basically to Marfa and the Rio Grande. And then I headed across Texas through the Panhandle, which was super fun. Um, and then up the East Coast, all the way up to Acadia National Park. That was as north as I got. And then I headed across kind of the top of the U.S. through the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And then um, back down to through the Badlands and the Black Hills and then back down to Colorado. So that was an awesome trip. And I was working at the time full time. So I had a, a nine to five job. And at that time I was working in libraries mostly or McDonald's. Um, so I would drive and explore in the afternoons um, in the weekends. But that that was such a fun six or seven months. And so you were working remotely then during kind of the nine to five gig. Yeah, I was working remotely and it worked out really well because um yeah, just public libraries. This was before COVID. So everything was really open and I would um, take showers at the gym. I boondocked a lot. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, I rarely stayed at campgrounds except for kind of in the national parks. Um, but yeah, I boondocked and I worked and traveled and stayed with friends and um, it was, it was awesome. So that was definitely my favorite trip so far. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> we'll kind of get into tumbleweed here in a moment, but I'm mostly curious about your why. So why did you start tumbleweed? Even though our listeners don't quite know yet what tumbleweed is. Um. Yeah, so I started tumbleweed because I love RV travel. I think it's gotten way more popular kind of recently, but when I started getting into it, um, it wasn't very popular I would tell people about RV travel and at the time I was kind of a 20 mid 20s something and everyone thought I was just for retirees and huge class A's trailing, you know, Jeep behind. And I just love the way you can RV travel. You have all your food. Um, it's easy to access. You have a comfortable bed. I love being in the wilderness, but I don't, you know, sleeping on the ground and tent camping that much unless I'm on the side of a river. Um, and RV travel is super flexible and I could work remotely, which was great. Yeah. So I think that's why it's just, you can get out into more wilderness areas than you can kind of staying in a hotel or doing day trips. Um, I think. So with that love of RVing then, you know, I don't think you quite answered the why you started tumbleweed. You talked about why you love, oh, RVing, why I started which tumbleweed. is fantastic, but that's okay. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> why don't you tell us a bit about well, you can tell us about tumbleweed and kind of what it is. And then I definitely want to know your why for why you started it. Okay. Yeah. So tumbleweed travel is a business I started and we specialize in organizing road trip and RV specific road trips in the Western United States and Canada. And so starting tumbleweed travel, um, the reason I started it is to help people who don't necessarily live in the West or it's not part of their culture to get out and experience these epic like bucket list road trips like Yellowstone and Utah and up the coast of California and all these places. If you're not familiar with the areas and you didn't kind of grow up camping or have trailers and stuff like that, um, it's a really complicated type of vacation to pull off. 
And so I started Tumbleweed Travel to kind of make it accessible for people to do it without the hassle, without having to research or book campgrounds or figure out good routes and stuff like that. Um, so that's why I started Tumbleweed Travel to kind of make my favorite type of traveling accessible to people um, in a short amount of time. Kind of if you have two weeks vacation, you can experience RV travel in a way that doesn't take months to prepare for. I got to ask, was there something where like your friends or family or friends of friends were like, hey, I saw you went and did Yellowstone. What can you tell me about Yellowstone? And we're thinking about doing it. And so it just kind of started with something like that. And you're like, hey, this could turn into something that I could do as a business. Or was it just, you know, um, yeah, there are. Moment? Yeah. So I, I was in adventure travel in general, and I really like logistics and operations. I like organizing things. I like doing the, um, the organizing and I am an organizer of my friend group and my family. Um, so I was in the industry beforehand and I did get a little bit of an introduction to organizing, um, trips and road trips through, uh, um, a few companies I had worked for in the past. A lot of those companies kind of have set routes and I wanted to do something more custom custom, and more designed for um, that could be tweaked and moved and really work with people to make kind of it their their ultimate trip ever instead of slotting into what kind of other people offer. So let's say that I reach out to you and say, hey, look, I'm, you know, whatever, I'm looking to take a, a trip. I want to go from phoenix up to glacier is that kind of how it works do you help me find an rv do you have a fleet do i need to come to colorado kind of what are the logistics how does that how yeah does that so the, work? Lo the logistics are basically um you need to know who you're going to travel with like are you going with your family is this a girl's trip is this a honeymoon trip and then let us know kind of what time you have so if you only have a week obviously it'll be a different trip than if you have a month to travel and those are the first two things and honestly the last thing is where do you want to go like what's on your bucket list do you want to see you know the spires in bryce do you want to go up the coast of california what have you been thinking of and you really want to see so with that information um, we work within the parameters of people's time Time, who they're with and where they want to go. And with that, we'll work together to figure out an itinerary that works. And then once we decide on the itinerary, then we pretty much tumbleweed travel, we do the rest of the work. So we will find an RV. We don't own RVs ourselves, but we have a lot of suppliers. So if you're, you know, a group of seven, we can find you a class C with bunks. Or if you're a couple, you know, and you want to do a van trip um, and be a little bit faster and lighter, we can find a nice Mercedes Sprinter van for you. So we figure out the vehicle and then we book all the campgrounds and we also give um, options of activities kind of along the way. Like you have to go rafting if you go to Moab or canyoneering in Zion and stuff like that. We book everything. And then once we have that, we put it all together in a day-by-day -day itinerary that um, people know where they're sleeping every night. No, these are, you know, 10 options of hikes if you want to do in this area. And these are um, a few sites if you want to see or neat detours. So we put it all together um, in a big itinerary. So really the only decisions up front you have to make is who you're going with, uh, when you want to go, and if there's anything really specific you want to see. Um, and then we do the rest. Do you help me figure out... Um provisioning like groceries before so by the time if i land you know an airplane and i go and pick up my 
RV? Are the groceries already ready to rock or is that something I would need to do in addition? We usually have clients go pick up their RVs and then head to the store. And it, we in their um, adventure packet, we have sample meal planning. So breakfast, lunches, dinners, shopping lists and provisioning lists. Um, we don't do the ordering beforehand just because, you know, some people might not like our menu or they might have something else in mind, but we definitely try and make it as easy as possible. And we do suggest, you know, doing click and um, pick up at Safeway or Walmart and stuff like that. But we definitely have tips and tricks and have menus if people want to go that way. That's very, very fun. Yeah, it's great. So really, um, the idea is, you know, if you don't have, if you don't own an RV yourself, then you can just fly to our location with your clothes and then everything else. We get the RVs with, you know, the convenience kits and the kitchen kits and the sleep kits and everything like that. So really you can head and just have your clothes. So it's, it's a great um, opportunity for people who don't own their RV and they can, you know, taste the experience. And, you know, I have had clients who have done trips with me and then they've bought their own RV and we still keep planning their trips, even if they have their own RV. So we definitely plan a lot of trips for people who have their own RVs. Um, but we definitely have the option. If you don't have your own RV, we'll find you a great one. Well, that's great. So if somebody has their own RV and they're like, Hey, I'm going to be passing through this particular area help me plan a cool trip, you can do mm -hmm. that. Yeah, That's we great. definitely can do that. Especially sometimes we even get clients um, who live in Florida. We don't plan their whole trip because we focus um, on the Western, basically West of Denver. So they'll head out. And then once they hit kind of our area, then we take over their trip from there. And that saves them some money too um, on, on getting out to the West. Well, then I definitely want to know what has been the most popular tumbleweed destination where are people going oh um you know zion and bryce has been very very popular in the last couple of years um yellowstone is always popular but i'd say zion and bryce especially kind of in the spring and fall and even the moab area as well those are kind of those are kind of the big ones um i would say so yellowstone and people don't realize Grand Teton is right next to Yellowstone. So we pretty much always tack, tack on Grand Teton. It's my favorite park personally, and it shares a border. Yeah, it's right there. So um, so Yellowstone and Grand Teton kind of as a package. And then um, kind of neck and neck, I would say Zion, Bryce, and um, the Grand Canyon. Again, we, we tack that Grand Canyon on with most of our Zion and Bryce trips. Where are people originating from then on these particular trips? Are they starting out of Phoenix? You know, Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas has um, direct flights, great flights, and it also has a handful of awesome rental companies that that rent out really high quality RVs. So we, we start most of our trips out of Las Vegas, um, sometimes Denver, if they want to head over the Rockies and do a little bit of loop, a loop into Utah and then back to the Rockies. But most of our um, Southwest trips start in Las Vegas. What have been some of your challenges when starting Tumbleweed that you've needed to overcome? One of the biggest challenges has been just everything that comes with starting a small business. You really have to be kind of the Jill of all trades and you become the master of none, but you need to, you know, at the beginnings, creating your LLC and figuring out your accounting, even getting credit, um, getting banks to recognize you and let you charge things on your credit card to taxes, to learning marketing and all that kind of stuff. So that's been 
definitely a challenge is learning all the aspects of just running a small, small business. I think another challenge has been tricky sometimes. People think road tripping doesn't take a lot of planning, but these specific type of uh, trips obviously do. It gets really tricky when you're figuring out your campsites and you have to know how long your RV is and oversized vehicles, you know, can't go through these tunnels up in up in the Black Hills and stuff like that. So I think also justifying the cost of us planning our trips. Um, some people don't necessarily see the value in it and think it's pretty easy to to research. But, you know, we do get a handful of clients every year that will come and they're in the middle of their trip planning and are just exhausted. And then we take over um, and do it for them. But yeah, so I think those are those are a little bit of the challenges um, of that I've seen just starting Tumbleweed. I think that there's a shift back to using quote unquote travel agents. You go to book a flight now and you're like, oh, this is a great flight. And then you read the fine print and it's going to be an extra 60 bucks to bring your bag on or yeah. you know, all of these other things that it is. So I think there's a, a shift back to right yeah that is a model for helping people book travel i agree i agree with you i would rather have experts kind of do the planning than spend hours and hours kind of cobbling it together right but then so if i've booked a trip with tumbleweed whether i'm using my own trailer or i've you know had tumbleweed help me secure an rv of some sort something goes wrong i go to check into the campground and like we don't have a reservation for you and it's seven o'clock at night is it a, a call you and say hey what's going on brooke can you help me yeah we double check and check everything um two to three times to make sure that doesn't happen sometimes it does every now and again something happens but that's you know our our job is to make sure that that kind of stuff doesn't happen um, and we have great relationships with um, almost all of the campgrounds that we work with kind of take care of us. And then, yes, we are we are available. So we're the point of contact if something like that happens. Um, and we also have, you know, all of the information you'll have your you'll have the check in check out times, what amenities are at the campgrounds. So we really overload our itineraries with information. Um, so it answers questions. You know, some clients don't use all the information, but some clients love more information than better. So those are really overloaded. But yeah, that's another reason why people book with us because if something happens or if there are forest fires and they get need to get rerouted, um, we definitely help people like that. Or if you know they get in an accident with their RV, we actually, we had that happen this year and we ended up rebooking one of our clients' trips um, in all hotel stays. So we definitely go the extra mile. So that's also obviously what you're paying for and just to kind of have an advocate on the road. Right. Which is a great, that kind of land support, if you will, is mm -hmm. you know, I've been broken down on the side of the road and I've called people and been like, Hey, and they've kind of helped, you know, be that kind of support. So that's, that's yeah, for sure. When you don't have internet and all you have is like a weak phone signal and you know, that's kind of the nature of road trips in general and just traveling and being adventurous, things will pop up and we try and prepare our clients in advance, but we're also available in case um, they need us. So with Tumbleweed, about how many, I guess, do you have preset itineraries or is there, you know, or is it kind of you take an intake phone call with the client and then from there book out? Yeah, we do. We have about um, 14 or 15 preset itineraries that are um, designed you know, to be the best of the best. They're all around like seven. We have some longer ones. So we have seven day 
itineraries all the way up to 15 or 16 kind of made for people on vacation who have a week or two. And then, yeah, we definitely have preset itineraries that are our favorite um, trips and they don't always work for people, but if you didn't know where to start, um, that's a great place to just look and get inspiration from. Sometimes, you know, a lot of times we'll do custom trips off those itineraries, like, oh, I want to see all the mighty five national parks in, in Utah and the Grand Canyon, but, um, you know, I've already seen the south rim of the Grand Canyon. Can we reroute to the north? So we do stuff like that all the time. Um, or can we add in, you know, Monument Valley? We haven't been there, but we don't want to spend too much time in Moab or, you know, just kind of customization. So we use those trips kind of as building blocks if, if people don't know where to start, but we definitely go beyond those trips and can do longer um, and also kind of link those trips up, which we've had, which we've had clients do before. So take a Southwest West trip and the Rocky mountain trip and, and make it like a 30 day trip. So we do have those building blocks and those are, um, on our on our website under road trips so you can find those there and so much fun it really is it's fun it's so fun organizing these trips for people like i i love organizing almost as much as being on them yeah that's great when did you start tumbleweed was this a covid project it was actually yeah i started tumbleweed um june of 2020 so um okay. yeah uh, right after the world shut down exactly right after the world shut down and gave you something to do. Yeah. I was, uh, I had a, I was remodeling. I had another job in, uh, adventure travel. And then I was remodeling that winter kind of doing a lot of the work myself. And then the world shut down and I finished my remodel. I was like, okay, well let's, let's get on it. Let's do some tumbleweed. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been about four seasons now. Um, but three, three years. And why tumbleweed? Why the name? What was it for you that resonated? Um, I just love like the West. I just feel like it is so iconic in the West, just the open roads and those tumbleweeds rolling all over where, you know, no one, no one else is. And just the beautiful kind of red rock. I just had a vision of it, of an orange tumbleweed, even though they're not totally orange, they're more brown, but um, I just love the oranges of, of the West. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I had it in my head for a while. So I went with it. Well, good, 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 good. So what has been one of your greatest successes since starting Tumbleweed? Um, I think twofold. I love, I get great reviews. We get great reviews and people come back having awesome trips. And I think that's kind of the biggest success is the work we do really translates to awesome trips for people. You know, we get client photos back and I love them and it's playing cards in the RV and at the Grand Canyon and, you know, kind of pushing their limits, doing activities together. And I love that I had a hand in organizing that. Um, and taking away some of the stress and confusion and stuff that can come with traveling in general. So I'm, I'm proud of that, proud of making people happy. So I want to ask you, where can people find more about Tumbleweed? Yeah, um, visit our website. It's www.tumbleweedtravel.co. And then pretty much all of our social handles are Tumbleweed RV Travel. So on Instagram and Facebook um, and our blog is a great place to get information. We blog about 
kind of everything having to do with the West and camping and national parks and kids and family trips. Um, so our blog is kind of a passion project of mine. So awesome. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us here. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. And it was great chatting with you. Thank you so much for listening. Seriously. I really appreciate it. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, contact me via rvoutwest.com. I would also encourage you to start using hashtag RVOutWest for your social media posts. Share with our community about your camping and RV adventures that you've taken here in the Pacific Northwest. Our next episode is the first pit stop of 2024, and I brought you along as we rang in the new year camping at one of my family's favorite campgrounds. We discuss our hopes and plans for 2024, and we share them with you. This will be a fun little pit stop to enjoy, so stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again next week. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you choose to get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. I sure would appreciate it if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing us the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.